Good evening, everybody, and welcome to show number 52, one year of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. I'm your host, Jimmy Palumbo, here getting involved for show number 52, a one-year anniversary. I cannot believe I'm still here, 52 weeks in a row. We really haven't missed, um, and I can't I went tell back you, and looked. We did not. We did not miss. It's been a pleasure. Uh, I've learned a lot doing this. Uh, but before we get to that, show number 52, and you all know that we got to name it after a jersey. This one was weird for me. I thought I was going to have like 40 different selections. I feel like a weird thing's happened in the last two months of the show. When we're doing the numbers, we, I thought we were going to have like so much each each number, and I find we're not. I, it's just odd to me. Um, but maybe that's just the way you you your life's perception of numbers. Um, I was going to go with CC Sabathia simply because he's a fat bastard, and he looked like a guy who should be on your softball team. And uh, what I what I always loved about CC Sabathia was that like he was the kind of pitcher where and that the like, nobody has anymore in terms of. He would sometimes give up like four runs in the first inning, like he was getting shelled. And you were like, get this guy. He stinks. What's wrong with Sabathia? But then he was still in the game in the seventh inning, and he still only gave up the four runs. Like he was the kind of if he was if he was a boxer, he'd lose every round badly, 10-8. But like next thing you know, the 12th round. I don't you think you're you're realizing how dominant early right. well, CC was uh, though. Yes, of course. I'm talking about the, the, the later fat CC. And then, uh, you know, I also love the fact that he, uh, you know, he had some uh, alcohol issues and which were very interesting to me. He's got a book out and all that stuff, especially like going to his room and drinking by himself, uh, drinking the, uh, the, the liquor they have in hotel rooms, kept it very quiet. I'm sure some people knew. My favorite CC story is the one where he was uh, a couple innings away or about an inning away from a $500,000 bonus, and somebody threw at one of the Yankees in the, he, per, in the top half of the inning, and he forfeited his bonus and that's great. plunked I the know. guy in the last so, game of the season. I, and, of yeah. course, the Yankees came through and gave him the 500000 anyway. Course. you got to do it. it. I just, uh, but I, I, but I didn't go with CC Sabathia, but I just, I could have shared. This could have been. He's a too share. good. Too CC's good. Too, He's too good. good. Too good. Um, I was gonna, you know, there was a player that I never, um, respected. Nah, wrong word. I never, I didn't root for the team, even though he was local. So I just didn't care. But I was looking over his stats and like, he just was very good for a long time, and that would be uh, the New York Nets, uh, Buck Williams, number fifty-two. I mean, like, I'm not saying he was Jordan. The net stunk. Uh, he didn't. They weren't very good when he. But like he just like he was like a Patrick Ewing kind of thing, where like every night he was good. You know what I mean? And I think in today's game, you got to give shout out to Buck Williams. But I, I don't know. I'm not going to go with Buck Williams. This is the show where I mentioned guys. I'm not going to go. <laughs> but I I settled on number fifty two with the New York Giants, Pepper Johnson. I figure we're heading into linebacker territory now, and. um uh, there's, you know, everybody knows who show 56 is going to be, but there's also tons of cool giant linebackers. So I'm, I might go heavy giant linebacker in the next month or so. Um, but Pepper Johnson, I like what I like about him for two reasons. Number one, I love the fact that he played for the giants. He was very good. He got two super bowls, blah, blah, blah. And I went to two super bowls. And, um, I like the fact that he ended up kind of following Belichick around. He went to Cleveland and everybody forgets how really close Cleveland came to turning it around. Um, and then he followed him, of course, the Parcells things ended up on the Jets and Belichick and all that. Then he ended up uh, coaching under uh, Belichick for many, many years. Um, and is he uh, the guy that um, 
took out Montana? No, no, no. That was a uh, Leonard. Was Carl Marshall. Banks. Leonard that was Marshall. Leonard Marshall. Um, which now, Leonard Marshall looks like a blanket covering Montana. Montana giggles about that. He says he still hurts from that. But Pepper Johnson was a very, very good linebacker and stayed in the league. Now he's coaching actually at IMG Academy down in Florida. But I met CC Sabathia. And he told me at a, at a giant cowboy basketball game by our boy Joe Cavino and James Canowitz produced down in Tom's River. And I was the host. And he said something that, you again, you can't even do anymore. Wait, you he said was, you met CC Sabathia. No, no, I met, uh, this is uh, Pepper Johnson. Okay, yeah. I, I said CeCe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I met, I met uh, Pepper Johnson. And um, we were talking about today's game and stuff and preparation and stuff and he he was he was just having a conversation how they they don't they don't hit anymore in practice, and in the old days, you, you and not so old he's not like he's eighty years old this guy, he he would talk about how there were certain practices and you'll love this like the kind of person you are, they would like especially Parcells would 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 they would listen to the practices and how hard the helmets were crashing against each other was a practice that everybody was bringing it. So after a tough loss, that like Thursday practice, and you're playing the Cowboys, you're playing a big team, your rival or something, he said him and Parcells would just listen to the noise and you would hear this extra crackle. That means like linebackers were bringing it and you know blah, blah, blah. And of course, you can't do any of that anymore because half the time they're not even dressed. Um, but I thought that was interesting. And the main reason why I'm going to Pepper Johnson is Artie Lang told me a funny, very funny story once about he was he was flirting with a girl at a bar trying to ask her out, just that and the other thing. And he was like, oh, she goes, I'm a huge Giant fan. I used to date one of the players. And, you know, of course, Artie was, you know, it's like, oh, which player? <laughs> it's just like she said Pepper Johnson. And like on the back of her neck, she had a big number 52. <laughs> he was like, he just was like, wow, I'm up against Pepper Johnson. And in many ways, that's – uh, this is a family show, but in many ways, that's very funny. So I got to go with Pepper Johnson. Nice guy uh, coaching and, you know, no, I, no issues off the field. And I love that. And he was a damn good player in the NFL. So that's my choice. Uh, Pepper Johnson. Who do you got? Now, I know I told you um, that I was going to probably go with Clay Matthews and to stay away from him. But I actually lied. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about Clay Matthews. Okay. And, you know, kind of like what you did. Clay Matthews, number 52 for the Packers. Right. Big play in the Super Bowl. The lineage. He's got like 31 family members that have played in the NFL. He's definitely, I would say, maybe too good for this list. But being that he's not a local guy, maybe That's some true. people would, yeah. wouldn't and, know much about him. But Any, any Packer can always make the list. I am going to obviously keep it in Green Bay. But also, it's kind of like Hoboken, New Jersey, because Frank Winters, number 52 for the ah. Packers, he also did play for the Giants. Yes. And the yes. Funny, funny thing about this is I've actually I met totally... his brother several times at my job, and I got a text message from my sister like two days ago. And she's like, do you know who uh, Frankie Bag of Donuts is? And I said, yeah, that's Frank Winters, the Packers old center. Okay. And she's like, oh, his brother's sitting in my restaurant right now. So All my right. sister, you know, was waiting on. Frankie Bag of Donuts, brother. Frankie Bag of Donuts. I remember Frank. He was a good player. Good yeah, player. Yeah, it was a, a Brett, Brett Favre center. I mean, right. he had a, yeah. a eight, or eight or ten year run with Green Bay, I, and then I he made his why, way around the league a little bit. I don't know bit. why the, the, the Giants cut him. I don't. I remember. I don't. I'm not exactly sure. I think it was the tail end of his career. Oh, tail like end. Going, yeah, I remember going back local. I thought maybe um, it was before the pack. But he's about. He's a little older than you, and he's a, a local yeah, guy. So I remember him. Yeah, I remember Frank Winters. All right. Well, that's a very good selection. So we. We pretty much uh, did Pepper John. We did we did NFL this week. Pepper Johnson and Frank Winters, and we mentioned two guys, you know, CC Sabathia and uh, 
and Clay Matthews, which uh, deserve to get at least a mention. But listen, Chris, behind the glass here, Chris Gucci, um, this is one year, bro. Uh, yeah. And you, you've been with me, I guess, maybe 47 of those or 48. Um, uh, and you're, you're uh, listen, you've, you're getting better and better. You're close to being an average producer. And, getting uh, there. <laughs> which I, I wonder if Rick Antonori feels the same way. Uh, yes. Um, of course, Rick Antonori hosts my other show. Do you remember that guy? Which is starting to get a little traction. We're yeah, growing we the go. audience little by little. I, I that's what that's my favorite. That's like my little, you know, when you have like your favorite, uh, it's just something that it's I like enjoy. It's a passion project. It's a passion project. Like. I love talking about shitty Yankees and shitty Mets that we remember. Um, and much- I can't wait. And I, I've known this since the beginning, at least in my own head, that you're eventually going to have to transition off of shitty Mets and shitty Yankees because to shitty Giants and shitty yeah, Knicks and to just the shitty obscure older players from the right. 80s. Like you could have, it's, there's a lot. Yes, I, there's a lot gonna, of room with that show. We are going to grow after that. But we, you know what though? Unfortunately, because we do the Mets and Yankees, there's so many shitty Mets. We're gonna we'll be doing this. Yeah, for a you'll while. be. You might each have I to pick a threw, Met. I love on some the episodes. Mets. I just threw the Mets under the bus, even though I think. The Mets are going to be good now. Um, but anyway, one year, bro. Um, we've, um, you know, it's been a nice run. It's been cool. Um, I don't get down there as much as I used to. I think the show sounds pretty good from here. But I will, I think next week I'm really going to try to do a live in studio. We'll take some And they're videos. making it difficult on everybody traveling in, in New Jersey now. So plus it's I mean, like, you know, $11 for gas. Co- it used to cost you $13 to get here. Now it's going to cost you it. like $33. My, well, as everybody knows, I lose my shirt doing this podcast. So it's called charity. But um, I do charity work. I give. I go to church on Sunday and I, I donate to, uh, to Chop Sports. But no, it's been, I mean, in the very beginning, I look back now. Number one, I didn't know what I was doing. I don't, and I still don't know what I was doing. And I, Chop Sports didn't know what they were doing. I mean, and Chop Sports still is, we're, well, I think we're finding our way. But well, first yeah, of all, man, when I a say lot of, a lot of growing, wait, hang on. When I say you didn't know what you're doing, I don't mean, um, it just, it's like, no, it's you like, didn't even say it. I said it. No, but it, it's like a, it's like a rookie year when you think, yeah, you think you know what you're doing, but it's not so you're like, you know, middle of the season, you're like, what was I doing in spring training? <laughs> I was doing this all wrong. Uh, but not all wrong, just you didn't know. Um, cause and effect is what you we throw a, a bunch of shit at the wall and you see what sticks. See what sticks. So I, I know child sports has grown immensely and I'm, uh, I'm actually pr- very proud actually to be a part of that. Um, I'm, I'm the liaison to many situations. I still think I'm the LeBron of child sports, uh, with, cause if you look are at your, your, are your year 19 LeBron though, where he's uh, like, he's, I, you know what? You know, the no, Lakers might not make actually, the postseason, but. I could maybe I'm the Julius Randall of chop sports. All I know is, you know, you guys have got decent amount of downloads uh, now and so do I. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> been fun do, though, for sure. It's been it's, fun. It's, it's been, been, been a great. great. Year. And uh, we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of ball breaking. There's a lot and, of things coming up too. There's going to be a, a chop sports BQ in, yeah, in we're June. We're doing all that. I want to be Yankee a part of that. Game, which I haven't talked to you about, which we just talked about but this weekend. I, I so. listened to that. We're going to be going to Yankee games and having fun. Um, and so that's it. One year we'll be around for show number 53, God willing. Um, you know, unless I got picked up by ESPN.com and uh, just putting rumors out there. Now, I will help you back next Monday, hopefully in studio. I'm wearing my Jimmy Palumbo shirt, which uh, uh, the Palumbo family charity has been uh, by far. The, if you take away Palumbo's, 
Chop Sports has sold four items. That's the last I read on uh, on podcast.com network. Um, so yeah, we got- and, I, and we finally got our Venmo back up and running and got it felt good to actually give back to one of the Palumbos and with Joe Palumbo's big Super Bowl box win. Oh, that's huge. I know. I can't believe my cousin Joey won the pool. That's just great. A lot of money, too. We can't say yeah. how much, but God bless America. And um, all right, so that's it. One year. Now, uh, I'm going to jump right into something. I was good. Well, no, first of all, we'll do let's let's listen. There's we have one of our best sponsors, obviously, is Absolute Eyewear. And they used to sponsor one segment. Now they just sponsor another segment. Of course, the overall sponsor of Chop Sports and the Jimmy Palumbo Show. This next uh, bit is sponsored by Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved here, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Listen, they're opticians. They got everything over there. Go talk to Craig and Janine. They have all kinds of uh, prescription eyewear, sunglasses, safety glasses, sports glasses, glasses for the kids getting involved here and they have an eye exam guy or optometrist on site he does all that stuff they got discounts for seniors you get a discount for mentioning this show Johnny will take care of you um and of course they're open five days a week they're closed on wednesday why are they closed on wednesday chris softball night baby and why are they closed on sundays it's football sunday come there on there you go that's it well you know it's been a while since i mentioned that tidbit and last time i did it you were like i don't know no that, that had nothing to do with me not having yeah, the knowledge okay. it was caught me off guard okay, but you kind of did this time too all right no but you were good you answered it very correct i think next time i'm going to switch it i'm going to say sunday first and you may fumble that um but of course they have ray-ban Coach Ralph Loren, Jimmy Chu, Silhouette, Michael Cause, Vogue, Maui Jim, and Costa Del Mar. Those are the glasses. A little Bob Shepard for you. They're a big sponsor with us here. And they are now sponsoring the Jimmy Palumbo's weight loss segment. Well, listen, if we had rights to the Rocky music, it would be playing right now. Because the senior at a Rutgers University coming in last week at 205.4, I believe was what it was last week. Yes, it was. With no weight gain. This week, stepping on the scale in Mexico City for a huge bout this weekend. Coming in at 203.0, bro. 2.4 pound weight loss. Um I had to really the last three or four days started playing a little more pickleball. There you started, go. Started the weather's eating. breaking, bro. Weather's breaking. Weather's bre- beautiful today. What are you doing today? I'm, I'm, I'm doing this podcast. And, oh, okay. uh, and so, uh, yes, it felt good. I definitely lost. I hit it a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm going to try next week to really bust it up. Uh, I just, I knew last week even was no good. And now that it's warm, sweating a little bit, I, my gout is over. I have no gout issues. And now I'm like, you didn't knock me out in the third round, bro. I'm starting to dance a little bit. Crowd's starting to feel it. Except for Judge Ramirez from Mexico City still has it 115-112, not for Jimmy Palumbo. But uh, that's a fun, another drive off the road good. moment. Um, yeah, 203. But I really need to have – I think I need to have a big week. I want to have like a five-pound week. I really do. Um, but it's hard to I do mean, that. Right now, you're you're at a point where it's going to be hard to have a five point week unless you make some type of drastic change. Right. I, I, but I could. I still can do way more. Listen, I, I, I'm proud of the fact that I lost uh, 2.4 pounds. But you know what? I need to. I mean, come on. Uh, so what are you down total now? 
you're down about 15, 20 pounds. I, yeah, two, yeah, 15 pounds now. Totally. So 15 but it's pounds. Been, but it's been like five months. Look, so that's look it's going to be, it's been five months. It's nothing, but it's probably the, the more correct way to do it. When you lose five pounds in a week, that's not easy to keep off. No, I know. You're so I may resort back to a little bit right. of your old ways in ten days. It's, it's possible if I come in next week at one ninety nine. The following week, it may bounce to two hundred one. In reality, two hundred one was the accurate. Yeah, you're going to plateau, and then then that's when you're going to have to decide to make another lifestyle change. Just but it will all, happen. Just for all you jackasses outside, what I simply do is on Monday morning, I wake up, I usually go to the bathroom, I pee, I pour my coffee. Sometimes I got to go to the, the, the number. I, I do my duties literally and then i get on the scale with my just my underwear and a t-shirt that's the weight i go with you do your that's duties yeah. it's, there's not yeah <laughs> but there's not like a a science where i weigh myself at night it's just that's what i do I've been you're doing, only weighing yourself once a week not even for your like i would weigh myself 15 oh, okay times i, I a admit day. every now and then i will weigh myself uh, every other day sometimes I, I probably weigh myself three or four times a week but i'm not going to reveal that because what that does for me is um i, I, get I would aggregate. start weighing myself a couple times a day to get some data i don't want to do that a... bottom line is we listen this is not a, a complicated thing and my sister was right because sometimes i really want to just go to burger king and get like four chicken sandwiches and pig out like a fat bastard and i don't you know and if i go out of the bar i'll get a little vodka on the rocks instead of a ipa with seven thousand calories but uh, avoid the french fries steam veggies getting involved here from the omni in Atlanta. So that's it. I'm happy about that. Uh, it's been a while since I had a good week. Um, and that's that. Now, big news coming out of Piscataway, New Jersey. That's right. The Rutgers mixed Scarlet Knights. Look, they, 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 they beat four top 20 teams in a row. Then they lost to three pretty good teams in a row. And it was pretty much everybody's like, well, they close out with Indiana on the road who's a bubble team and Penn state at home. You got to win that game. And they beat Indiana and then they beat Penn state. Now the Penn state game, the last five minutes was horrific, but I've been telling this all year. I don't trust this Rutgers team. They can really make you sick sometimes, but you know what sports, it, uh, these people with these bracketology sports is still, did you win the game? I'm sorry. Yeah, bro. Uh, and, and, and look, and, let's not mistake that Penn state, Matches up well against Rutgers, clearly, because they beat them in they the first matchup. And then they, they storm you know, back. They're, they're Listen, Rutgers was up they by played 15. a little good basketball down the stretch in that yes. game. But Rutgers won the game. They're 18 and 12. They're 12 and 8 in league. And then the way it worked out, they have a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. So all these uh, – there's 123 bracketologists out there. I don't know if you know that. And only 79 of them have Rutgers in, like no doubt in at large. And I'm like – When's the last time a double buy Big Ten tournament team? The four seed in the Big Ten automatic bid to me. Right, and right. I think when it comes down to selection yeah, so, Sunday, uh, they're going to get that. Automatic yeah, and to bid. me, it's like these like it's, it tends to be these like Seton Hall and St. John fans that are just jealous. And they're also most likely going to get a, a very winnable game in the first round. Because they have such a high seed. No, they're not in the Big Ten tournament. No. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? Listen, it doesn't work. I'm not, Listen, it, I, Rutgers has a better chance. I think Rutgers has a better chance of winning the first round of the NCAA tournament than I do the first round of the Big Ten because those inner rivalries are just brutal. That's just yeah, the way but, it is. but they're also part of that. They're brutal right. because you might have to play Rutgers. Look at how many Big Ten teams they beat this That's year. That's true. In Listen, big games. I, they're they're fun to watch and also hard to watch. And it's uh, typically they go I'm on not the one to, 
defend Rutgers the way you, right. you would, but you know, I'm just giving this team credit because they, they Listen, definitely showed me something in the beginning I, of the year, they were losing bad games and they managed to turn it around when their schedule was daunting. Look what they've done down the stretch. Yes. You got to tip your hat. You got to tip your hat. And also I think the last two games of the season, I'm sorry, the way it's the same thing in college football, you know, if you have two games left in the season and you got to play Auburn and Alabama, you got to win those two games to get, you know, and if you do that, I don't care that you lost the University Miami and winning it. Like whenever, when the world says, Hey, you got to win your last two. And then you do, I think there's value in that. I don't want to hear about points per game and all that nonsense. Um, Rutgers did it. They got the job done. Tremendous job by Pike. I've been hard on him. Um, I wish his recruiting. I wish we were, I wish we had some stud guys coming in. We don't, but we're going to take advantage of the portal. And next year is going to be interesting. We're going to have a fun team to watch. The expectations will be lower, and you just sit back and enjoy. Um, so that's it. Scarlet McKnight's really 95% chance there going dancing. Um, we did. Face- I, I will talk a little bit about Rutgers wrestling. Rutgers has a – this is and you, you're, I know you're going to agree with this. It's a stupid thing what I'm about to say, but it's, it's kind of true. Rutgers has a better chance of winning two national championships in football, beating Alabama by 10 points in both games, and, and Rutgers winning the NCAA basketball tournament three years in a row, than I think they do of winning the Big Ten wrestling, uh, uh, being the best team in the Big Ten. <laughs> it's just, it's it's crazy how See, Rutgers, I, Rutgers, I, Rutgers is sometimes 10th in the nation, but they're eighth in the big. Team. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I'm going to have to disagree. I agree. I understand what you're saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly but, but here's the thing. I think Rutgers over the next five years will be a perennial top 10, top 15 team in the country. Uh, okay. In but, wrestling. But, but, but they're not going to be in the top three in the big 10 is my point. But, but I'll tell you what, um, the, all the, all their, most of their really good wrestlers are super young and they just got three, Three kids that are committed to Rutgers next year are, listen, just won the state tournament, and that's typically guys that are going to be going to I know. Penn State. I, I listen, the coach they're doing is, a really good job. The coach is him. like Nick Saban. I mean, he's a badass, I, a good. But I'm just telling. I, you, I understand. I understand the, what you're saying. The conference wholeheartedly. The conference but the thing about is, Rutgers wrestling is they're good right now. They're. I know they're good. Listen, I mean, seven listen, guys I advanced to nationals. Okay, I'm just saying. Like when are they going to be good after like, what is it? Like the last four weight classes, uh, that's where the big dogs come out. I just think my point is Rutgers is very, 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 very good in wrestling. Now they are a top 20, top 15 product. Yeah. Unfortunately, the big 10 has like five teams in the top 10 of regularly. So it's just, especially Penn state. I mean, it goes on and on. Anyway, yeah, Penn shout state, out, but, listen, but, shout out to the guys making the nationals. It's exciting. Their recruiting is, is what he does on a national level. is just, he gets, these. it's just it's, honestly, it's good. New Jersey, New Jersey wrestling is one of the best wrestling States in the country. No people people no don't give it enough credit. And now if you could start keeping these kids around, which he's starting to do, like I said, three kids, that are going to Rutgers next year, won the state tournament this weekend. So that's a big right. weekend for Rutgers. Listen, I, and one kid won it three times, and he weighs 190. He'll be wrestling 197. So I'm all in. Rutgers wrestling is good. I when I, I Every now and then when they're on TV, I watch it. I enjoy it. My family, a lot of wrestlers, I was awful, but my family. Also, also definitely reaching out to all three of those kids Uh-oh. today. N-I-L, bro. Yeah, N-I-L, baby. There you go. Um, other thing is baseball. I, 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 who can't? The whole thing stinks. We're, I, I, 
please just start playing baseball enough. Figure you see out, that they're in. what they're talking about for 2023. Yeah, I, I eliminating don't. the shift. Shift will be banned. I listen, I don't care about any of that. Just I don't care. It. I don't care if they make it one out an inning, four strikes you're out. I don't care about any of that stuff. Play the games. I don't want like in other words. I don't change every rule you want. I don't care. Make make, make the rosters ninety players. Uh, make 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 the innings seven inning games. All those things are would be fun to talk about on sports radio. Okay, but not playing the game is. And that's all I'll say. Um, stupid. Uh, Jeter stepping down from the Marlins. There. Um, I, I read a little bit about it. Jeter, of course, is very private. He's which is the way to be. I. That's a weird thing over there. I don't understand that. I think his statement, being that he's such a private guy, if you could read between the lines in the, of that statement, it was basically saying that he didn't sign up to go there and, and cut costs spend- every third year. Right. And, you know, he wants you know. to go there. He he had a plan. And look, Derek Jeter, I think, did a good job. I know that the scouting department has a lot to do with it, but their their minor league system is loaded right yeah, now. Yeah, and they'll, they'll be good for that. And it must have been, a, I think, a money issue and also a personality conflict. And you know what? I think no matter what, people don't really think so, but I do. Give it some time. And uh, I'm sorry, Derek Jeter is going to be working for the New York Yankees. It's just, there's no doubt about it. I Even if care. it's a figurehead job. Yeah, I don't care. He's coming. He's Derek Jeter will be working for the New York Yankees. It's, it's, it's the way it should be anyway. And even if he becomes GM down the line or something, president of baseball opera, you know, those bullshit titles. Jeter's going to be uh, in the Bronx. That's my opinion. Uh, so that's it on that. Um, I had a crazy weekend. Um, it was something very important happened. I got to give a shout out to my daughter, Natalie. Natalie Joan Palumbo did her first solo dancing. And uh, nobody was really allowed in, but I was able to sneak into the studio and watch it on the monitor while she was in the room. Now, those of you scoring at home, it's a big deal. Uh, when when a dancer has to go up, she's usually in the background. She dances competitively, but uh, and it's a really good dance place, the King Center in uh, Mawa and Wanakue. But when you got to go up by yourself, you know, uh, it's like stand up comedy. Eventually, you got to, you know, you got to go up there by yourself and do some kind of dance. And this was her first time, and she did this solo, and I was watching on the screen. We snuck in. I didn't even tell her I was going to be there, and um, she did great, smooth. No fumbles, no stumbles. She got done. I don't know about degree of difficulty and all that. I don't know. What do I know about dance? All I know is music. All you know is you put her on the free throw line and she's sinking them. That's it. That's and she, it. And yeah, that's it. Uh, maybe, maybe some of them rattled in. Doesn't matter. You hit your free throws. No, she actually did a beautiful job. She was really, she really did from the naked eye, a beautiful little, uh, uh, beautiful dance. She really did. Two of them at three minutes long, whatever it was. And I'm proud of her for that. It was a big deal. She was very nervous about it. And she went in there and I, I gave her advice before. I just said, Natalie, listen, this, if you, if you, she had a birthday party to go to afterwards, right? So I said, Nat, listen to me. If you do shitty, you have to get dressed and go to the birthday party. If you do the greatest dance in the history of modern dance, you have to get dressed and go to the birthday party. <laughs> So, and pe- not as many people care about your dance, even in the room, as you think they do. You're not going to be fired from the dancing team if you fall on your face. And you're not going to be the number one dancer if you do the greatest dance ever. So what you do is you've been rehearsing this. It's like stand up. You know your material. Go up there. Do your dance. 
and get dressed and go to your birthday party. Now I gotta admit, like I think I think that's really really good advice. I also think it's like one of those things where it's like, damn, that's like very. It's so such good advice that it's like almost harsh. Well, it's like it doesn't matter. Well, no, well, in, in, in I get where you're going of, with it. In though. terms of, and I learned that from stand-up. calming the nerves going into I'm it is much, important. Listen. I'm a decent little comic, uh, you know, but I don't do it, you know, not 10, 10 nights a week. I would if they would pay me. Um, and I've gotten better in the last five years because I used to treat every show like it was like a, a death chamber. You know, you know, you lose, you die. Yeah, so you I know, guess it's like going into it with prep. Um, but you, do, you, you prep, do your, if you rehearse, go out there and do your thing and then and go home. That's really what it is. And you know what? I even told and now I, I gave her a big hug. I said, you were wonderful. And I said, now, listen, um, she goes, well, I made a few mistakes. I'm like, I'm sure you did, but I, I didn't see it, but I don't know the sport of uh, the sport, the, the, the art that well, but I'm like, Nat, now you get next week, you rehearse, you get better. That's all it is. So um, big shout out to my daughter. She did very well. Also big news, big news here, getting involved from downtown Avenel, New Jersey. That's right. Jimmy Palumbo coming in as the underdog. His first headlining gig, April 1st. Next thing you know, I get calls from the producer saying, we are adding a second show. That's right. April 2nd, Saturday night, will be another show. Now, there's only nine tickets left for a Friday night show. And I think we've only sold 10 tickets for that Saturday show. But we got still got three weeks to go. Um, and there's always a big push at the end. So please order tickets for the uh, April 2nd show. Uh, yeah, so like definitely, if you're gonna go, go on the second now. Go don't, on the second. Well, I have tons it's of more important to coming. sell a lot of both than to sell right. out one and none. So right, yeah, and um, I'm gonna be doing some video there, which we got to discuss off camera, off uh, off the air. Um, I want to. I'm gonna try to do something where I wear the same shirt. So maybe if we get a nice video, we can we can yep take our time and edit it really cool. Not not to not to be like a Netflix show, no, nothing like that. Just oh no, Netflix! Have... No, Netflix contacted me the other day. They oh, said if you guys could get Jimmy to wear the same shirt, See, and you could get a really good edit, we'll put on a special and give him a whole bunch of. Um, problem money. is that that means I'll have to order more Chop Sports. Maybe I'll wear a Chop Sports shirt two in a row, and uh, so that way I can make sure you guys uh, have enough money to feed your kids there. So. <laughs> The joke just writes itself, bro. <laughs> um, no, but I'm I'm thrilled to death being a second show. And I gotta be honest with you, I've looked. I, I got to admit, I did the I did the ego thing. I looked up other shows that are coming up between now and April first, and none of them have 185 tickets sold. <laughs> so, I guess people from Colonia, New Jersey, really do know who I am. I, if I was in Ames, Iowa, there'd be four tickets sold. I will tell you that. So. Anybody who thinks I'm being cocky about so that. you're gonna get brought back next summer, probably at uh, least maybe. But what, but what am I? I have no material. I'll do the same show. Um, I did. I do have some material that I'm adding that I haven't done in a while. Hey, bro, I I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. I gotta do 50, 50 minutes. I mean, I'm you know I think the longest I've gone was thirty six. So I gotta pick up. They're gonna add. I'm gonna be like a young Sabathia. We will go to the eighth. Palumbo is clearly out of gas. Doing a podcast. Away. You know, that's it. I'm going to have to go five and a third and see if I can get out of that. But uh, I'm looking forward to it, having fun. And um, please, everybody, there's a there's a bar and restaurant attached to the place called Curtains. And um, I want everybody, including our Chop Sports family and also friends and high school people I haven't seen in a long time, please 
hang out afterwards. I will be at the restaurant and we'll have some fun. Um, and we'll, uh, that's it. We will, uh, you know, we'll have some fun and we'll chat and have a few cocktails. And I'm sure you guys are going to be passing out your shop sports paraphernalia, which yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we butchered that a little bit in Carteret. We won't do that this time. That's another production meeting we got to have. And that's it. So we have a, uh, listen, a new show is added. I'm excited. The producer's excited. And we'll go from there. Um, yes, we have so much to talk about. Uh, well, I, I'm done filming Fresh Kills, the movie. And I shot in Staten Island with uh, Jennifer Esposito and Annabelle Shora and Dominic Lombard Dozy, who I worked with at the family. Also, Emily Bader and uh, Odessa. Forget her last name. She's a young girl. She's really cool. Um, and, uh, I didn't do that much, but I had a blast, man. With a lot, a lot of ball breaking. I'm in these different scenes. You see me coming and going, but, uh, it was really fun to do. And I hope it works out for them. And the best part was when I did the family, I went to go visit Dom after that. And his family makes homemade wine. And what happened was I brought it home. Uh, and, my father was like, ah, Jimmy, you got to be careful with homemade wine. Sometimes it tastes like shit. You know, I said, oh, dad, they're from your area where you're from, where your family's from in Italy, wine country. And he gave me a bottle of red and a bottle of white. And I took a sip of it and I thought it was very good, but I gave it to my father. And he immediately like, he snapped his head at me like, Jimmy, who made this? I said, oh, Dominic Lombardo. He goes, this is good. This is real good. And I really enjoy it. He gave me like a whole gallon of it. I drank it up. It was great. Me and my dad. So he told me you got a new a new batch. And I said, hey, man, uh, my last day Sunday. You got to bring me a bottle of wine. So Dominic Lombardozzi was kind enough to bring me a full bottle of red wine. Haven't tasted it yet. I've looked forward to it. And it was just fun reconnecting with him. Um, and so I look forward to that movie coming out and blah, blah, blah. And So another thing, Christopher, that I needed to discuss, um, I've been watching Yellowstone. And I'm two episodes done. I mean, two uh, seasons in. Um, totally loving it. I mean, I'm just addicted at this point, but you know what? I got to admit something. And I'm using, I, what have I always said over the years, these really great shows, sometimes at the end of the second season, when you look back, you say, you know what? It was about, especially those 10 episode with it. When one, the, the ones that are set up like movies, you know, game of Thrones stuff like that. You get to that 20th episode and it's like it ran its course. It's like 109 pitches. You know what I'm saying? And I felt at the end, I'm not going to reveal anything. I'm not going to be, but in the beginning you were like, when, when, when too much killing and bloodshedding goes on and it's the modern world, you're like, okay, there's going to be ramifications. Like people just don't get killed every five seconds. Even if you are in the middle of Wyoming, it just eventually detectives come and you go to jail. And I feel that I don't know where the show's headed. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm addicted, so I'll watch it. But I I got a slight feeling at the end of the season finale after season two that we might, you know, put it this way. There's definitely no more mound visits. I'll leave it at that. I think uh, that's funny on the way home. Um, I got a lot, of, a lot of good shows on right now on Netflix. I'm like deep. Yeah, I got like this one I got. I got to finish this one. It's on. And I didn't even start Yellowstone, and I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, so. it's a uh, it, it's Soprano esque. It hooks you in. Um, definitely hooks you in. There's no question. Anyway, that's something I'm really I'm, I am enjoying, but I pray they didn't jump the shark. I you never ever hear felt... of the the show Snowfall. No, you got to watch it. I'm I'm two episodes into Succession as well, so I got to check that out. Um, everybody says that's great. Same kind of thing. All these Succession, you know, if you think about it, to me, 
uh, I'm about to say something stupid, like Fred, um, uh, Yellowstone, The Sopranos, Game of Thrones, Succession. They're all mob stories and yeah. the family crime, not crime, family involvement stories and who's going to win power, who's it's really the same. It's, it's the same thing with Snowfall, only it's the CIA is involved, the cartels are involved, right. it's and it's the like the thing. crack pandem- uh, epidemic in la in like the 70s so the set or like i did the 70s hear about that it's a very I, I, good show that's another one on my radar um so i hope that show didn't jump the shark i love kevin cosner in it and the girl who plays beth is tremendous uh, something riley i think her last name is she's great what a badass actress she is Woo. um and so is the son who plays jamie and um and casey they're just their acting is uh, through the roof uh, the cool show um that being said, we had a little bit of a sad day on Friday, March 4th, and we celebrated it with my um, with my mom and my cousins. Um, the uh, My dad and his twin brother would have been 90, March 4th. Uh, they were born in 1932. They would have been 90. So we went out to dinner, and a lot of my cousins, my uncle's kids showed up, and we had a nice meal. Uh, the twins would have been 90, man. If anybody's from Woodbridge Township, Colonia area, yeah, these two guys were pillars, man. Yeah, you they know, definitely were. They, the, uh, the blue, the blue Corona construction yeah, the, truck. The, the, the truck. The uh, my uncle had the brown van. My father had the blue green uh, uh, pickup. Uh, my f- uncle was involved with the church. My dad was involved with Springwood Swim Club. You know, a lot of people don't know. It's just so funny to me. I'll probably say this on stage, maybe, but. My dad was like on the board of governors of Springwood Swim Club for like 40 years. But here's the kicker, not 40 years, 30 years. But here's the kicker, okay? He didn't know how to swim. How funny is that? So you're involved with a swim club and you can't swim. I think that is the funniest thing. And when I say can't swim, people go, oh, like your dad can swim. No, no. You put my dad in six foot of water, he's dead. (laughs) Not surviving. And you put my uncle in six foot of water, He'll die about a minute in because he acted like he can swim because he used to like to go in the ocean, but he never went in over his head. So he can't. If you can't swim to the other side when it's above seven feet, that's how you can tell if you can swim or not. You know what I mean? Uh, my dad couldn't swim yet. He was on the board, which is so funny. People used to, my mother used to say, they always wanted to push him in sometimes. My mother would say, don't push him in because if it's in the deep end, he's gone. And one time he almost did drown at the pool. He slipped he was in the one area and he was, uh, it was years ago. That and slope, he, that slippery. Yeah. <laughs> he Ooh, slipped down the slope yeah. and everybody thought he was kidding around. My mother dove in after him, grabbed him. My father like scratched, like scratched her face, almost ripped her bathing suit off. Another guy, Adam Stanislavich, God rest his soul. He came over and tried to help. out. everybody was like, oh, look at Artie. And, you know, my father was a strong little, little carpenter man, you know, really strong arms. And, um, he 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 put my mother under the water and then he put and it was all right underneath everybody thought he was like kidding and my mother finally shoved him over and he grabbed and he never went in the pool again so for the last 35 years he never went in the pool which i love but uh yeah so they would have been 90 the twins i miss them terribly especially with uh any, you know springtime baseball softball coming around i miss you dad and uh i wish you could you would have been uh you would have had a lot of fun at the show in april he would have been met, meeting all his cronies that may show up. He would have got a kick out of it. So the twins would have been 90. A little uh, little note there. Um, another shout out. Uh, I read this thing that came out in 2019 online. I don't know if you saw it. I, I might have posted it. Um, this guy named John Latcham. Um, 
he wrote an article about beer league with like a fine review, <laughs> which is really weird. Probably got released on Amazon or Blu-ray or something. And it, it, you know, he just wrote like a really nice review saying like this movie is much better than people, you know, it didn't get critically reviewed, but if you're in that age bracket of, you know, having a few beers with your buddies playing softball, this is the movie for you. So I got to give a shout out to him. He's a writer and an editor for a company called media play news. And he, they, they're pretty interesting um, website there. So I sent him a note. I got to give him a big shout out. John Latcham, a writer, sent the nice review. So call into the show if you want. Uh, all right, Christopher, one last thing. And this is very important. I'm going to need your help on this. Okay. My buddy, Michael Deej, who played Alphonse in Beer League. Okay. He waited online on the Carton and Robert show because they're doing a charity softball game in Staten Island. And he was, he called up, we waited, I guess he was in the car. We had time to kill. I don't know. He waited online and he was like, Hey man, I'm, I played Alphonse in the movie beer league. And how could you have this without, you know, we can get the cast members there. And he, they gave him like a good two minutes on the air. They really did. But the bottom line is, of course, he didn't mention Johnny Trino, which is embarrassing, but Carton definitely turned it on. I'm like, you, if you get Artie, that that'll sell tickets, but no one's going to, no one's going to see Alphonse from, from beer league. And then I started saying to myself, Carton doesn't realize his core audience, the guys that like his show, they're definitely beer league fans. Cause I did Craig Carton's show when he was at New Jersey 101.5. And there was a, that's another Jimmy Palumbo moment where I got on the air and I started raining threes and I could see his face. He was like, Oh, there's, I don't want anything to do with this guy. <laughs> Cause he, I, I could be sitting in his chair. Um, but he was busted, <laughs> but, but I need, I need help from our, <laughs> I need help from our, yeah, why not? I don't gamble. Um, ooh, what a dig. Um, actually, I, I like his show. It's all right. Um, it, it's not a sports show to me. It's a comedy show now, um, which is fine. That's what's doing. yeah. And he does know sports, which helps. Well, he really not. They really, it's not not Mike and the Mad Dog. It's not no. Him. He he knows sports though. Yeah, but, but he knows he knows like, like that's I, not he, what their their deal is. They're, they're there like, to entertain. Yeah, he knows it like I know sports. Um, probably a little bit more on the gambling side. He knows. Uh, but the phone number at, at there is 877-337-6666. I need people to bombard. Go online. Try to send Instagram notes to uh, to uh, uh, Craig Carton, the show itself. And also, you know that Al Dukes, one of the big producers over there, is a Colonia boy. And uh, uh, I think I went to school with his brother, Steve, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember his sister. Maybe his sister was younger. Um, but he's a Colonia kid. I've always tried to reach out to him and say, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I want to bombard because if they're doing a charity softball game, I think I can get uh, – I don't know about Artie. Artie's always a special case. If he's feeling good by then, he'll do it. But I know I can get Manganelli. I can get maybe Joe Latrulio. I can get Deej. I can get um, – Anthony Mastermar, one of the producers. I can get um maybe you get Ralph uh, Macchio and that'll I can be maybe a, get Ralph Macchio to show mover. up. He does these kind of things, and they were ripping on him that he can't play softball, which was funny. And um uh I will uh I can get uh what's his name? Dave does the show, the Dallas Cowboys show with the guy. Uh, he was in beer league a couple lines. Oh uh, Brett Brett Ernst. Yeah, Brett Ernst and get him. So we and I think I can get Cower Bono. Um, I might be able to get, I, I might be able to get seven or eight members of there. That are the ones you could probably know. get the, the, the guys that have the chop sports thing going on. Right. You bring I, could in pro- I could probably get Chris Gucci and Dave Sturgeo, um, and, uh, 
but I, I really want to, I'm really going to, I'm going to try to really get in touch with those guys and, uh, or maybe I'll call in one day and I'll be like, I'm Johnny Trino. Cause I think, I think it would be funny. It'd be funny for this, this show that I'm engaging with Carton on the show and busting his ball saying like, you can't have a softball game in Staten Island without the great Johnny Trino there. I mean, how could you do that? You know, you agree with me on that? Yeah, I do agree with you, but are you going to, do what Deej did and call yourself too. I might, yeah, but it's hard to get through. You know, you call that number and it's busy, so you gotta, you gotta kind of maybe early in the show get through. And I don't think Al, um, Al Dukes uh, produces the morning show, not Carton show, but they they know each other for a long time. So that's the listen. Great show for me. I got to talk about things I wanted to talk about. Mainly that my uh, I got to talk about my daughter and I lost weight. As Chris, 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 you just did something. And this is why, again, it's such a shame how you have like in the first half of a game, you have like 16 points. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, and you're playing good on D and then you finish with 17 points. And because you just yawned in my face on the screen. Did you realize it's, you it's, it's Monday and I've already been awake since 530. Okay. It's been, now, it's already been a rough day okay. and so a rough weekend. Those of you scoring at home from the Omni don't care. You can't do a show with someone and yawn in their yeah, face. Yeah. But if, if nobody knew that I yawned, I if, did. If though. we were, if we I were did. doing a video, I would have just sucked it up. But right now it's just an audio podcast. The only person that could see me is you. So you had to put right. me on blast. So, so, so w- would Westbrook yawn in LeBron's face while he was at a press conference? <laughs> Have you seen a Laker game the last? Yeah, I know they stink. The last so the couple weeks. Yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even mention the Knicks. I didn't want to. They stink. Um, although they won a decent game last night. But listen, you can't yawn on the show. You know what? You're going to start doing. And I'll tell you, I know how to do this. I know how to play this game, bro. Dave would never yawn on my show. You see that? You see, oh, how, you see how it goes? Okay. Dave's okay, so, not going to yawn. So next week, next I can week, play this game too. I can play this play game it? too. I'm going like, to Okay, play so next week when you text me at like 12 and be like, right. oh, I, are you ready I, I text to have Dave. I'm going to be like, no, text I, Dave. He's I, doing your show today. Okay, that's fine. I text Dave this week. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Dave. He's got a trip coming on to uh, Disney World. I don't even know when it is, but soon enough. And I, I was telling him how, with, with his daughter, how special that is. Um, one thing about Disney World, man. If, first of all, if you're an adult who likes Disney World, then you're a little bit of a creep. But when you bring your daughter, especially to the Magic Kingdom and those princesses, man, and you watch your daughter's face, the, the, I told him just to buy into the. Did whole you also? Did, yeah. Did you also tell him that don't expect to relax because it's not going to. You're not going to oh, come no, back refresh. It's no. brutal. And then your kids run out of gas at three thirty in the afternoon. You got to get back to the hotel. You got to feed them, and then you're aggravated. But the only good thing is if you go to Epcot, you can you can uh, drink at every every different country has different beers, which is fun. He'll, I I know he'll partake in that. Um, but no, it's 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 listen. The glow, the glow, the same glow I had when the guy in Penn State missed the bucket yesterday. There's something about when a little girl sees the princesses and the way they do it there. These act again, they're real. Those princesses are real in the Magic Kingdom. When those princesses talk to your daughter and it's it, it's Disney, it's 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 like cocaine in the 80s. It, they just know how to play that game. Um, there are things to do for boys, but. There's something about the Magic Kingdom. The, the original park there um, is so special, especially for kids. And I, I, I can't wait to hear all about it because I know Dave's going to have a blast with it with his daughter. Um, so I did text Dave about certain things um, and, and it was fine. But listen, he wouldn't yawn on me. That's the bottom line. Right. 
you yawned in my face. I mean, you know, like if I was doing your your Packer podcast, I would yawn because I'd be like, you know what? I'm so tired of dragging out the Aaron Rodgers story. I should be ripping on you for that. Like, enough you're not the only one that's tired of that dragging out. But look, it, today's the day. The deadline day to tag Ta people is today. If yeah. Aaron Rodgers' boy Devontae gets tagged, then you I could predict, expect Rodgers to come out and say he's coming back. Here's my prediction. When Aaron Rodgers is done with the Packers, they will stink for 10 years. I think that organization sucks. They got lucky with two great quarterbacks. They lose, they, just do this deal already. My God, knowing my soul. I'm starting to get annoyed at Rodgers, and I think he's, I think he's, you know, him and Brady are the two best quarterbacks ever. And like sign the deal. I don't want to hear about salary cap. Just, just sign with the team. Look, or Rogers, don't. Rogers is under contract. I don't even know really. Like I, I think it's more the media than anything. And obviously so. he's he's just know. like anybody else. He's, he's I'm not blaming Rodgers. I'm blaming the whole all the everybody in the room sucks. That's what I, my theory. So, uh, but I hope he signs. I hate to see like I'm aging Rodgers on the Denver. Although yeah, no, and you know look, he's coming off back to back MVPs. Where's he going to go better? You know, one team I would kill. And Rodgers is telling the Giants, get on my back. Here we go. As they start out to a five and one record. An anytime any of my teams get an aging player is great for the first month. And so you realize they're shot. The Kemba Walker, Derek Rose. It's like, yeah. Eventually oh, they God. run out again. But in the Even like Amari Stoudemire was shot. But, but, but it's still, it's still fun for fans. If Aaron Rodgers signs with the Giants, I would lose my mind. Um, you know, or Tom Brady on aging. I still want a fat LeBron on the Knicks. That would be so great. Playing with the Knicks should just select his son first. First shot they get. I don't care if he stinks. Just select him and see. Yeah, his son's his son's not an NBA player. I don't think. Yeah, but just so what? You get him and LeBron, and they and you tell the world uh, he's not that good, but we want LeBron. And then you know, for the for that first month of the season, we'd be going nuts as Knicks fans, and they'll stink. LeBron will have a little bit of the gray going up top. Be so great. Anyway, that's my show, show number 52. I want to thank everybody for sticking with me over these 52 weeks. Um, we are uh, growing the show, uh, not nearly as fast as I want, but there's some changes coming uh, on my marketing end that you'll see. Um, we're going we're gonna to put this into overdrive because it's time for unaging Jimmy Palumbo to tell Chop Sports, get on my back. Here we go from the Omni Analytic. Chris, thanks for all your hard work. I know I've been a pain in the ass all year. No, but buddy. It's it, been a pleasure. It's honestly. been fun. We've it's had been, it's been fun. And, um, and again, big shout out to chop sports. You guys are a year old um, as well. And the shows are getting better. The daily shows getting better. Everybody's kind of getting better. We just got to, uh, you know, now we got to just, now we got to, now we got more of a clear path in front yeah, of us and we, we got to grind start it out. Moving. Yep. And uh, get better and better. As long as everybody's getting better and better, myself included. Well, we'll be out. All right. That's it. See you guys next week. Where have you come from? Where have you gone? How long has it been, honey? Since you've been home? Has it been a long trip? Has it been many stops along the way? I got a little tip now, baby. California, baby.